Socks are the number one most requested item at homeless shelters. Underwear second and shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first, made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too, all designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas, comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com slash comfy. Hey, it's the first episode here, 2022. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Listen, for all of you that do not know, uh, the brother... Uh, extraordinaire, the, the the best in the game, one of the best broadcasters I've ever seen. Mr. Kev Baker has passed away uh, hours ago. This is Billy Ray Valentine. We are live right here on Aftermath.fm. Uh, it is 12.02 on the East Coast, Monday, January 3rd. Uh, so wherever you are around the world, I just want you to know that this is a live broadcast. And uh, Kev Baker has passed away. If you weren't familiar with Kev's work, go over to Kev Baker on YouTube. There's two different channels there. One of, the, one of them is upwards of 80,000 subscribers. He did a, incredible work. He was right here on Aftermath.fm. He had a show on, uh, on Saturdays, I want to say. I'm going to bring in some people that were close to him. We're going to talk about the dude today. Um, Kevin... Uh, McCain is here with us, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, Jimmy Jean into the microcosm. Um, I have to call, um, I have to call John Brissom to see if he joins us uh, as customary, but um, hey, Jimmy, are you there? I'm here, man. Yes, sir. How you doing? Um, Can- say what's up to the people. Say something about Kev real quick, man. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Kev McCarran's here, and... Uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been a hardcore couple of weeks. Uh, Kev Baker and I were super tight. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. I would say one of my best friends. Definitely uh, uh, spent so much time with him uh, on his show uh, for the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> he hasn't been doing too good, <clears throat> and he he asked me uh, to give him my word uh, that I wasn't going to say anything. He didn't want me to say anything to anybody. Um, it's been really hard for the last couple of weeks, uh, not to say anything, <clears throat> just simply because I know he needed prayers and, uh, you know, I was, I was on the bullhorns of a dilemma cause I gave him my work, you know? And, uh, so today when we were doing the, the wake and bake show, a uh, friend of the family came over in my chat room and mentioned it. So I figured that, uh, at that point, his wife, uh, and God bless her, uh, and his son, um, had put out a message on uh, Discord that he wasn't doing too good, so uh, so I found out on the air, and I I went ahead and let people know um, earlier today, you know, that he wasn't doing too good. At that point, he was still alive, and uh, so he passed away at seven twenty uh, UK time today. Um, so yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty. I'm having a hard time, man. It's been a, it's been a hard day for me. As is expected, buddy, I know, I know even before you and I met, you were on the air with Kev constantly, you know, quite, quite constantly. And and luckily we at least got to do one show together, you and I and Kev. Um, but I I understand, man. I, I, I mean, Kev, Kev and I, for the last two years became really cool, you know? And, um, 
it was a shock to me, even though you had told me some of this. You know, you told me what was going on, but I didn't want to believe that it. You know that 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 Kev was gonna pass. I thought he was gonna beat this just like he had everything else and just keep right on rolling. And uh, and we, I spoke to him. I think on the, I think on de- on December twenty seventh was the last time I had a conversation with him. And we went back and forth talking about nonsense, you know. And uh, and I told him, we got to have you back on the fringe. You know, he was like, yeah, whenever, man. He's like, let's do it, you know. And that was the last time I actually spoke to him. But I, I didn't think that was going to be a thing. It, it was a shock. But we got we got some more people um, that were close to read. The, the good doc is here. Like, the, the doc had been a part of, uh, of, uh, of Kev's show quite consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, re- I remember when, when I met doc, you know, I had him on the show. And then Kev picked him up and Kev ran with him, you know, and, and uh, they would do incredible shows together. And I, I wanted to have him on because I knew they had a relationship. Doc, what's up? How you doing, guys? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm broken up as well, man. I was uh, streaming just 45 minutes just before this because I had to get some words out. Otherwise, I'd be breaking up on, are we on, are we on national radio across the U.S. right now? Yeah, we're across the world right now. Definitely across the U.S. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I wanted, I wanted to get the, um, I should say, look, the the simple fact is, uh, over the last two years, that Kevin had become one of my closest friends, um, and that that revolved around, um, SARS, the COVID zombies, the busting of Kaufman and you know <laughs> a lot of things sort of synchronized together and um, yeah we, we became really close over the last couple of years and um, you know he, I, he he was messaging me just uh, uh, just before they were they were they were taking him into ICU and mm-hmm. um and I was saying this on my stream at the time I was in Mount Fuji and Mount Fuji is a sacred place in Japan. And I don't care what religion you are. Um, when you, when you stand in front of Mount Fuji, you feel the presence of God. And I don't know, you know, we would speak about consciousness a lot, Kevin, myself. And if, you know, if there was a synchronicity there that I just signposted the way to that, you know, it's if, if there's a stairway to heaven on this planet, it's fucking Mount Fuji, man. And if I if I help guide him there, then um, I know he's at the top, man, looking down on us all smiling. And I don't think he wants us to be sad, dude. I I, I don't think I don't think there's a uh, he was too much of a fighter. Right? He he wouldn't want us being maudling in his presence. And I'll, I'll just relay an, an anecdote that I was telling the folks before I came on here that you know, we would speak a lot in private. And the, 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 the first time I spoke to Kev Baker, and the, how did I know Kev Baker? Because in Japan... Right, it's early morning, and I would go to the lab. 
and like years ago there wasn't you know, like streaming was you know now everyone wants to be a streamer right everyone wants to be on youtube no one wants to be an astronaut anymore everyone wants to be on youtube but you know there wouldn't be much on youtube but kev baker would be on and i'd listen to him and he was a scots lad uh, I, you know that blood runs through my veins and when sars was breaking out and i knew it had come from a lab and i knew it had this potential to go for your brain he was he was the first person that had any internet presence that just stopped his show to to try to listen to me and it was you know the call was breaking up and it was um it was really um we got a few words through and those those few words through were you know he said try to sum it up and i said these these zombies don't bite they spit right and and from there our friendship grew and he he told me that um this fight because we're in a fight people I, I don't know how much people realize it yet but we're we're in a real get in the get in the trenches and it's blood and guts everywhere fight and he said that this this fight had given him a second wind and he 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 was on this busting these grifters that were trying to make money off it pulling you know guiding me with respect to streaming and and advice and look man the mixing board i have <laughs> it's a kev baker recommendation okay and <laughs> uh, <laughs> the and i know i know people want to tear up i do man i i want to tear up but look kev baker served his country he was a fighter he was a warrior and Right now, uh, look, we're in dire straits in the world right now. And the, the modern warfare makes it seem like it's not happening, but it is. It is. And I was saying that the red line is our children, right? As bad as COVID is, the the way they're trying to jab everyone including children is it's beyond reprehensible and i know kev would be in that fight as well and i think that's how we should remember kev right if if it if it goes down which it could do um you need to think of people like him that that was fighting to the end. He he had, you know, he had comorbidities. I get it. Didn't stop him, man. He streamed as much as me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, during during the forty five minutes that I was just sort of letting loose a little bit, um, I'd got some Mount Fuji whiskey. I don't know if you can see it on the camera there. I can see it, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've done one double for Kev. Um, I don't know if you guys want to raise a glass, Jimmy. You wanna, do you want to hit a smoke? Um, but I think that's what Kev would have wanted to do. I think, I think you're absolutely right. life, man. 
Let's 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 do that towards the end of the show. We'll get everybody together, the everybody listening, everybody on this call, and uh, and uh, on my end, a swig of water for the working man, and uh, you guys can do what it is that you do. Um, but it all for all for Kev Baker. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to both of you, and we can talk about Kev a, a little more. The people in the chat want to know what happened. Um, you know, I, I, I'll let I'll let Jimmy. And Doc, going on that, they know a little more than I do. But before we do that, Mr. John Brissom, I remember. Johnny, are you there? First off, talk to me. I am. Hopefully you guys can hear me. I can hear you just fine. Beautiful. Thank you for being here. I I remember you and I doing live from the Kill Shed, this exact same show on YouTube. All of them got kicked off because they were a bit too controversial. But um, you and I were there, and uh, Mr. Kev Baker would frequent (laughs) <laughs> would frequent the comment section whenever you and I were going in talking about Trump or talking about QAnon or talking about any of this nonsense, yeah. right? And, um, you know, Kev, uh, <clears throat> um, the doc, he, he, he came up with, with uh, he said a couple of things that, that resonated. You know, there were a couple of reasons why all of us are here together, why we've been friends, why we traveling the same circles pretty much it's because our ideas are very similar our principles are similar even though we all disagree on some points um we're not willing to compromise right and kev baker was a part of that and i think that's what brought us together in the last two years because the first three years of my being on tfr me and kev didn't really have much much interaction you know and i'll talk about that a little later because Kevin and I and I had a heart to heart about that, um, but when you and I were doing live from the kill shed, he would show up and um, we'd have people say, "Well, uh, uh, you know, John and Billy Ray are clearly agents, and Kev Baker is their handler, right?" So, so you and I would would took that and ran with it and say, "Well, Kev Baker is our handler," and he was like, "Yes, I am their handler," you know, and it was funny. You know, I mean, for us, it was funny. For some people, it was real. But, um, but, but I remember that clear as day. He was a big supporter of what you did. He was impressed by you, John. You know, and, and he would sit and listen to everything. He had you on his show on several occasions. Say something yeah. about Kev. No, I mean, I was introduced to Kev Baker around the time I was introduced to you and, and, and um, Jimmy on the Infinite Fringe. Uh, over, um, and you guys... Um, uh, we stream frequently. Um, it was uh, it was uh, Dark Winters himself had, had turned me on. Um, uh, started listening to uh, True Frequency Radio, right. and uh, so I started listening to Kev. Started listening to Jimmy. Started listening to you, Billy. Uh, Kev had Jimmy on frequently, and um, you know I started you know fo- yeah, I opened a Twitter account for We Read the Documents and. You know, Kev followed me. He's one of the first people to follow me, and I followed him. And you know, we started uh, really bonding uh, over Twitter. You know, he would we would go after the same people. He really had disdain for you know the grifter, Bannon, Stool Pigeon, uh, Jack Posobiec. <laughs> uh, so we would both go on Jackie Boy. Uh, you know, we would you'd see Twitter threads of being Kev going after him and. Uh, he actually blocked Kev, but he never blocked me, funny enough. And so, you know, me and Kev had many conversations about, 
you know, all these grifters that he was really like, you know, Dr. McCarran said he'd gotten a second wind of going after these numerous people because they were really getting to him. They were really uh, angry him because, you know, he had been fooled like me to kind of jump on the Trump MAGA bandwagon, right? Which a lot of the alternative media was like that. And um, we really bonded over that. We had numerous conversations. Like you said, he's had me on. He, me and Lee Beltman did a show on the troubled teen industry, uh, which uh, Kev had no uh, issue exposing. Um, he had just had a really big heart. And, um, you know, we talked about God a lot and Jesus. You know, he had Bill being on deliverance minister and everything. And I'm really going to miss Kev. You know, I. It's sad. I mean, he, he was someone in there that was, you know, real passionate about fighting to the end, uh, no matter how bad he felt and, you know, really wanted to try to make the world a better place for uh, his listeners and for his family, for his friends. And, you know, what can you say about a man who fights up to the bitter end? You know, very few men do that nowadays. Uh, they don't make many men like Kev Baker. Nah, man, they really don't. Humble as can be. Um, I remember when I started here on Aftermath.fm, you know, I was going to do uh, three nights a week live. I'd never done that before. Not, not three nights a week. Back to back to back. Um, so I called Kev. I was like, Kev, how the hell am I supposed to do this? And he turned to me, he did, and he, well, he didn't turn to me, but, you know, we were talking on Skype. And he goes, um, what do you mean? How are you supposed to do it? And I'm like, well, I've never done this before. And he goes, dude, you're a natural. Why are you asking me? He's like, you're going to be fine. He's like, and if you need some guests, just hit me up. Just like that. Matter of fact, and he's like, and, and if you don't have me on, I'm going to take it as an insult. He's, you know, and, and it's funny, you know, how I appreciate everybody on this phone call. Right. And, and Jimmy and I have been, been, you know, on this journey together for a little longer than the doc and Mr. Brissom. But we all came to this together with, you know, with people like Neil Sanders and Recluse and John, John could say the rest. But Kev was a part of a Mr. Mr. Charlie Robinson, you know, and we look we look at that as our crew. You know, like of, of people that, that we know we can rely on, people that we know are real and trustworthy and that they want to really get at the truth, no matter what, no matter where it leads, you want to get at the truth, right? Even if it's unpopular and to a point where Kev started broadcasting to a smaller audience just because what he was saying wasn't resonating with a ton of people, but he wasn't going to let that compromise him. You wanted to, yeah. That takes. What's up? That takes a lot of courage. No, exactly, man. And 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 uh, he wanted to do it. He wanted he wanted to do it the right way. And I remember reaching out to Jimmy, and I was like, "Yo, Jimmy, get me Kev. I want to talk to Kev," because he was going in on QAnon. He had what is Baruch describe, and he was one of the first to break this stuff. Now I remember it, and I was like listening to him, and I'm like, "Yes, this is what I want." I'm like. Get me Kev. You know, it didn't, it didn't work out for about three years. But, um, but I remember it clear as day, the work that he was doing very early on against the whole QAnon LARP. Very brave to do so because, um, I mean, you have to have standards because otherwise, 
you know, you can you can go the other way and make a ton of money. You can go the other way and get a huge audience. He decided not to do that. Uh, Jimmy, what's up, buddy? Well, now I'm just sitting here and I, you know, I'm listening to everybody. You know, um, first let me say, John, uh, Kev Baker really, really respected you and your work uh, more than you could even know. And um, so it was uh, it was a real pleasure to be on Kev with you that the time that we went on yes. talking about uh, we were talking about child um, uh, I forget the uh, the the subject specifically John the trouble the trouble teen industry with Lee and everything and I yeah. I appreciate I, I appreciated Kevin too I mean I, he, I, was, I mean that was a rough show I mean that was I mean that was a rough show the uh, the other dude that was on with us literally started crying on that show um kev baker um love you billy and um you know i remember when you were trying to trying to get a hold of them and you're yeah because you know i mean it, you know back uh back you know listen i've been i was a kev baker fan before i was ever on the radio and uh kev baker used to there used to be a network called orion and uh kev baker was on there he had a co-host named Marty at the time, and uh, I think the Whistler was on there too. Then, uh, and then when Chris and Cherie started um, Truth Frequency Radio, um, a bunch of people came over there. It was Kev Baker, Popeye, Joe Joseph, uh, Chris and Cherie. Uh, they were like the mainstay every day, Monday through Friday. <clears throat> And uh, so, you know, it was uh, Kev Baker, uh, you know, was was super popular uh, at a at a point. Um, he had over 100, about 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. And uh, he was, you know, he was making his living uh, doing the show. Um, that's how and I'm not saying he was getting rich. I'm saying he was make that's how he was making his money he was doing his show. You know, he wasn't working his job anymore. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, YouTube uh, defunded him. And the only way that he could, you know, keep going was to uh, delete all his videos, all his shows on his channel up until that point. And so this is uh, right around the same time, Billy. Um, and so so Kev, Kev, it was hard to get a hold of him. You know, it was like everybody was trying to get a hold of him then. And uh, the reason that I ever even met him was because before um, when before I had my show on TFR, uh, I had before I'd started my show. I used to be a I used to be a, a caller into Clyde Lewis all the time, so I'd be calling Clyde Lewis at least two or three times a week, and so I had my show on uh, on TFR, and I was building cell sites, <clears throat> and before I got into this, that's what I used to talk about was uh, cell site technology, and so uh, Clyde ended up having me on about about five G, and then um, and then after I was on Clyde because. Kev was a fan of Clyde's show. Kev, you listen to Clyde, then uh, Kev asked me to come on his show, talk about 5G, and so which I did, and you know, and eventually we, you know, I I got I, you know, Johnny Whistles was on there. I'd be on there occasionally, but then Johnny got sick and Kev needed a hand, so I jumped on with him, and I was, you know, be I was pretty much on there every day. Yeah, uh, and he had that was when he had an hour long show. And uh, everybody used to want more, more Kev Baker, more Kev Baker, man. And he didn't know if he could do the two hours, 
you know, but that was right when I was hanging with him. And uh, so I was around, so he, he stepped up to the two hours, and then pretty soon two hours wasn't enough. But so so nobody could get a hold of him. And I and I, I told him like two or three times, I said, hey, you know, Billy's trying to get a hold of you. And he's like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll get back to him or something. And it just never happened until that, you know, until recently. Yeah. Uh, the last couple of years. But I mean, that's first first period of time. Um, you know, oh man, you know, listen, I've spent hours and hours and hours with my good buddy, Kev Baker, and I could literally go on and on right now and tell you guys all kinds of stories, uh, about it, but we're going to do that here in a couple of days. If we can put this together, uh, Billy. So, um, but in the meantime, uh, what I did want to say is he loved you, Billy so much and you doc. You, 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 t- you three all, you should know that he really, really loves you, man, and loved everything that you're doing. He trusted you and he trusted your work. You know, I'm telling you right now, um, you know, Kev Baker, he got offered money by this company. Um, you know, they were going to get him subscribers and all the stuff. They're going to pay him this money. And he said no. So, like, he could have made a move, man, right then and made a bunch of money. These They were offering him a lot of money. And he said, no. You know, he, he said no. And because, you know, he he would rather, he'd rather, like, he's, like these guys were just saying, he'd rather have less people listening to, I mean, listen, you know, he, listen, he was honest with the listeners, you know, when he had to do what he had to do around this uh, injectable. You know, as he didn't have to say anything to anybody, he could have played it off. He could have just acted like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not going to do it or whatever, because that's what everybody's saying. But he didn't do that, you know, and because he did, a bunch of people came on there, and were, you know, were trolling and saying stuff to him about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, listen, I, you know, when I was on the show with him, there was there was literally dudes making videos about how me and Kev were KGB agents. Right. Literally, they're, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's uh, you know, and uh, what was else? It was um, I was a black magician, and uh, and Kev was into uh, into black magic, and he was a witch, and that's why he was having me on all the time. Stuff like this, you know. So you know, it's a wild world out there, and you know, I'm, uh, you know, we I've spent hours on the phone with Kev Baker speculating about what happens what the universe is like what what really happens when you die near-death experiences all these things and and now kev is no longer on speculation island man he knows what happens he knows the deal man he knows what happens now yeah he's looking down from fuji guys i'm telling you i believe it doc Everyone needs to go to Japan and just stand at that bottom, at the bottom of that mountain, and uh, there, before the grace of God, go we. Wow, man! And, yeah, uh, one day I'm gonna do that, Doc. I I want you to to tell the people what um what Kev was going through. The people are asking; they want to know, you know, what happened to him. Um, before I throw it to you, I will say this. Um. You know, for the like when Jimmy said for the first three years, like that I was on TFR, I, Kevin and I had no contact. He would he would uh he would big me up. He would say, "Oh, Billy Ray, he's on the he's on the he's on the station," but we had no no actual contact until the last two years, maybe the last two and a half years. Um, 
that it popped off. And very recently, like I was telling Jimmy, I was like, I was very happy that Kevin and I got to do shows together. Like I, I came on his show, he came on mine. Uh, uh, around this time last year, he had me on. I think maybe it could have been on the second or on the third. I, I just remember him having me on. It was the first show I did was the Kev Baker show um, as 2021 kicked off. You know, and, and, and we would talk about professional wrestling. He was a big wrestling fan, so we would talk about that. We were actually supposed to do a professional wrestling show together with Brissom and, and Kev Baker and a couple of other people, you know, just to screw around. Um, we would talk about the Cambridge Analytica op. We would talk about mind control. We would talk about just what's going on in Scotland and what's going on here in the Bronx. And one day, I don't know if Jimmy was a part of this phone call or not, but he... He's, he apologized to me. Socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Underwear is the second, shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first. Made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too. All designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas, comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com slash comfy. You know, he was like, I'm so sorry, dude. And I'm like, for what? He's like, you know, he was like, those, those three years, he's like, and I, I'm not going to share mm-hmm. what he said to me. So don't share it, JG. But he, but he, he apologized to me. And, and, um, and I told him, I was like, there's nothing to apologize for. And I meant it. You know, we, we were good. We were ready to go, you know, and, and, and we were doing each other's shows. And, and we became actual friends. And that was fantastic to me, you know, like to, to the point where when I came on here, I went to him for advice. That's how, that's how cool we got because he was easy to talk to. Kev, Kev was very likable. Yep. Everybody liked Kev. You know, everybody still yep. likes Kev. Um, Doc, if you don't mind, brother, and, and whatever you feel you need to leave out, you go ahead and do that. But um, let people know what's going on, what happened. Um. Okay, so I think it's common knowledge that Kev had COPD. Uh, why why he had it so young? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Kev liked to smoke. Um, COPD took my father. Eh, you know, twenty twenty years further down the line than than Kev, um, but. COPD is a difficult condition to live with. Um, I feel for his family. I know what it's like. Uh, I watched my father go through it. And the (laughs) the amazing thing is he kept his spirits up. And he, like you say, he streamed. He streamed and streamed and streamed. And I see Anne in the chat. And she's, she's saying he didn't do it for money. He did it because he loves. He loved what he was doing, right? And and so you know, with COPD, and this this brings us around to you know, like purity tests. And um, I've, I mean, this was a discussion I had with Kev a few months a few months ago because because of his vaccine. And um, the simple fact is that this machine that we're in if you're if you're part of it and you're dependent on it will will force your hand kev had to take the vaccine 
it, it was part of the deal for being treated for COPD and being on transplant lists. And he took it, man. And as Jimmy was saying, he didn't hide it. He 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 could have. Absolutely, absolutely right. Good. And uh, and you know, I've taken what he said, and I've I've tried to apply that, right? And you know, because look, the adults, I, I, the, 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 we're we're in the game as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's the children that uh, this fight is about, and I I know this. <laughs> we spoke at length about it, even though Kev took one. He took one for the team, but he would have stood there he and streamed with me, and he did stream with me and say, it's, we're not letting them come for the children. No way, no how. And, yes. It's true. The, his condition was, he, he had SARS. And I, I don't know, maybe Anne can fill in more details, but you know, I, I, I come from a generation where it's you're doing okay, dude. I'm good, right? And we don't <laughs> go fucking emoting about it too much. Right. And um but he he did get SARS. It did you know, he said there was a night there where he was worried. I believe him. I think it was probably more than a night. And um, I, I think just the the long term shock to the body, the, the, the hyper inflammatory state, uh, COPD. That's a, that's a, it's, it's not the best of cocktails. And and, and you know what, dude? <laughs> he, he was there till the end, man. He was there till the end, right? Even, like I say, with the mask on his face, fucking said, I love you, brother. And I, I, I don't have many words to say to that. And I was like, you fight, brother, and I'll see you on the other side of Hogmanay. <laughs> Those were the last words I said to him. And I don't know. Like I say, I just, um, this, I've been to Fuji a few times, right? We've got friends there. Um, this this one is marked for me, and it's a, it's a spiritual place. And I think you began the, the discussion about Kev speaking about consciousness and what comes after. And uh, he knows, he knows now, and it's not the end. I'd say this: I'm pretty sure of that. Scientifically speaking, I'm pretty sure of that. And uh, I would I would say Kev's been given a good a good viewing platform to look down and uh, good channels to reach down to to his loved ones. And I, you know, I I can't I, I can't add much more. To well, thank you, thank you so much for that. You know, and um, what. Uh, <clears throat> Brissom, I'm coming to you in a second, man. One one thing I do want to say is um, the doc is actually absolutely right. You know, I, I remember Kev telling me, he's like, yeah, I took the vaccine. You know, and I remember just telling him, I'm like, it's okay. Like, you had to do what you had to do. I completely understand. And this is why I tell people, I'm like, if 
if you need to do it, you go ahead and do it. You know, you go ahead and do what you have to do. And but the thing about Kev is he was completely open about it to his to his audience. And so many people were supportive of him, but we had a lot of people that were, you know, they they weren't. They were like, how could you do it? How you not walking in that person's shoes, not really trying to evaluate the entire situation. Why would Kev Baker do something like that? You know? And and he was open with her. He didn't have to be. He could have lied about it. But that's not what Kev did. That's not Kev's style. Right? He was going to tell you the truth. And, and I mean, this is what we're trying to do here, right? Is, is tell the truth or at least try to get to it in, in some way, shape, or form. And, um, and I thought that was admirable. I remember. I, I remember it. He was just like, yeah. I told everybody. He's like, I took it. It is what it is. And I remember telling him, I'm like, it, it doesn't matter to me. This is a dead issue. It's not something we need to talk about moving forward unless you want to. But it doesn't invalidate you in any sort of way. You know? And I, 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 don't, I don't mean to interrupt. Come on, Billy. But no, you're fine. Um, look, he was forced to. Right? Uh, otherwise, want... otherwise, he would have been denied treatment. Right. They did the okay. same. They did the same thing to him uh, three years ago, or two and a half years ago. They made him take Shantix, this this anti-smoking drug. And I mean, we had done a bunch of shows on this stuff, so I mean, he knew what it was, man. He but he had to take it because of that health system. They made him take it, man. And I'm telling you right now, man, he went through some. He went through some tribulations man some trials and tribulations when he was taking that shit they made him do it just because he was he he wanted that he wanted to get it he wanted to be healthy he wanted to be able to get a lung transplant so because of the way that system is set up over there if you if you deny what they tell you to do then they won't let you have the rest of it so no matter what came down the pike billy um you know he he, he was stuck you know he had to do it you know that I, I, you know, and since then, just let's let's just be clear that Chantix stuff, yeah, that stuff's been recalled. Disgusting. People were, people were literally. I mean, I was on it. I had to sit there every day with him, man. You know, and I mean, I took that stuff. I've done a lot of drugs in my younger days, but let me tell you something. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I took that stuff for two days and got off of it. Eh? I had to sit there every day, man. You know, and it's you know, look. I swear to God, Kev Baker is one of the best men I've ever met in my life. He cares so much about people. Um, you know, the last, you know, he he had a show here on Aftermath, and he was sick for a couple of weeks. And he was so intent on doing this show the other night, the, on the Saturday night. He was so intent. He literally, he, I was telling him, dude, just do a rebroadcast, man. They're not going to be mad at you. He was... He was so, he didn't want he didn't want to let uh, the station down, man. You know he 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 absolutely wanted to go live. Yeah. Uh, um, Billy, so I know you wanted to go to Johnny. No, yeah. you're good, man. Finish telling your story, and, and then we'll go to Johnny. I mean, I'm just saying, I, you know, um, time after time. I mean, you mentioned the Q thing. Uh, you know, he went out on against the Q thing. Uh, you know, he was one of the first people out right. there. I agree. You know, uh, I was there. He was there. Um, everybody was uh, went against uh, him then. Uh, 
you know, lots of people, people forget, uh, you know, Kev Baker, Kev Baker used to be super big, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Jordy Rose came on his show. Right. He, and he basically launched Anthony Patch's career. Yeah. Because Anthony Patch was going on Clyde's show every now and again. But <laughs> Kev Baker got Anthony Patch on uh, right after he had been gone for a period of time off the, you know, hadn't been going anywhere. He started coming on Kev's show and then he started coming on regularly. And uh, Kev gave him a platform until finally, you know, the guy got a show on TFR. Kev's producing the show for him. You know, and a lot of the people that love Kev Baker went over there. And, you know, I can just, you know, there's so many people that have gotten a chance simply because Kev Baker brought them on his show and would give them a chance to be on there when no one ever heard of them before. Right. You know, and, um, you know, we're, we're, we're really going to do a, a bigger presentation uh, on, on memorializing some of what Kev Baker's done. Obviously, we can't do it tonight. We only have an hour, but we're just we're just starting to get the ball rolling tonight, ladies and gentlemen, to let you know that we're not going to let Cat Baker go out like so many of these other people that have devoted their life to bringing information to people, man. You know, it's like once you get into this, man, there's no getting out of it. You you can't go back to work in your old job. I mean, you sit here and get immersed in this information 24 hours a day. So that you could show up some uh, every day for two hours and bring important information to people that could possibly, uh, you know, inform them enough to make a, a decision about their life. You know, it's no joke any way around it. It's, it's just that, you know, I don't think people realize how much, how many people have devoted their lives to exposing this information, you know, and to have this thing turn into what it's turned into now. Um, it's, it's just... At this point, it's almost um, it's almost a cartoon of what it used to be, man. The alternative media. All right, right, absolutely. Um, Kev was one of the ones early on that one of the only ones I heard. I'm sure there were others, but uh, one of the other the, the only ones coming out against all this nonsense. He saw it happening. He saw it. He saw things falling apart very quickly, and he came out against it. Did not give a damn about what other people thought. He was like, "This is what we need to do, and we are going to go ahead and do it." Especially uh, when you look at the tens of, I'm so I'm I'm probably I'm probably over hundreds of thousands of dollars that have been made off that Q thing. The people piling on top of the Q thing because everybody into it was so much wants the world to change, so much wants the world to be a better place, so much wants the world to arrest all these people that have done all these things. And, and you know, the, the, the fact that he saw and, and came out against it meant that he wasn't going to get any of that money. Right. That's what, that, <laughs> that, you know, I mean, that's, that's Kev Baker. He's, he wouldn't uh, take money uh, just to grift people over some uh, conspiracy theory shit. Hey, Johnny, let me get you in here, buddy. Uh, what are you thinking? No, I mean, as uh, both Jimmy and Kev both discussed, um, I've seen it throughout my whole entire life. Uh, and it's quite sad how the conventional medical establishment uh, failed Kev Baker and forced his hand many different times just to get basic treatment to sustain his life. I mean, for him to take Chancex, 
<sighs> and then, you know, being forced to take the vaccine. I have a, a good friend of mine who I won't mention here. Uh, the same thing happened to him where he was forced to take the vaccine uh, to be able to maintain conventional medicine, medical treatment. And um, you can't fault somebody for that. You know, I mean, it's different when someone's hand is forced to take the vax than when uh, someone, you know, <laughs> consciously makes the decision. You know, they're like 30 years old. They're relatively healthy, you know. They're they're two vaxes in and two boosters in, you know. Those people you can yell into your face turns blue trying to tell them the mistakes that they're made and what they're leading to down to the pandemic and the COVID tyranny. But you know, for someone like Kev, he when your hands forced like that, I mean, what can you do? You know, and you know it was sad that some people gave him crap over it. You know, it, it is what it is, but. As many people attest to here, and many more can, you know, Kev Baker, he was a fighter, and he he's one of the rare people that really stood in the face of the QAnon operation and the grifting and the world order and the powers. It's quite rare in the alternative media, as anybody who's on this call you know, right now can attest to, that there's not many of them out there. No. Most people will take uh, their paycheck. By whomever pays them on the right or the left, you got grifters on both sides and billionaire financiers puppeting those grifters for the world order. It's advantage. And uh, Kev, no matter the cost, uh, spoke out when he believed that uh, it was warranted to, 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 you know, to talk about those things and. I have to give him a lot of credit for that. As right. Billy, you and I have talked to him many times. Jimmy, Kev, I mean, it's the, the, the alternative media, the true alternative media is maybe 2%, maybe if that, of the whole quote-unquote alternative media. Because just how many people you have. You have operatives, true believers, grifters that make up majority of the alternative media. And Kev was one of the, one of the, that, that one or two percent of just genuine. People just try to search the truth and try to get it out there, and he'll be missed. And Jimmy, you're right. We gotta, we gotta keep his name alive and keep you know the memory of Kev Baker alive because again, he's he's just there's not that many. There really truly isn't. No. Well, it, it's it's sad. That's the state of what we you know. Me and Kev Baker had many discussions about that, but it was it's it's once you learn that sad truth. That there's only really that few people that really care about the truth and are trying to get out there even if it costs them their life. And that most people, they spend their lives trying to give people the truth or at least what they see as the truth at that time period. And they end up either giving up because they fall in deathly ears because no one wants to hear the truth. It's like truths, uh, you know, sells who's buying, you know. So... You know, people either give up and walk away or they die trying to give the truth out. And it's a very lonely road. It really, truly is. Damn. But yeah, I'll tell you a good story. Uh, one of the biggest, <clears throat> everybody, uh, Joe Joseph used to call uh, Kev Baker the accent 
because he said the only reason people liked him was because of his accent. And, you know, in America, uh, you know, they really thought he had a, gr- a beautiful accent. Well, let me just say this. Kev Baker was infatuated with Billy Ray Valentine <laughs> with his accent. Yeah, he was. Accent, <laughs> man. You know, uh, he loved you so much, Billy, and I just want to make sure you really, you know that, man. He's nah, I do, man. I do. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because we had plans. You know, we all had plans. Um, and he was included in those plans. And now he won't be there, but he'll be there in spirit, of course. You know, um, I, I do want to make sure that um, that we get to, to, to toast before we get up out of here. We only got 10 minutes left, but we will. We are planning a bigger show with uh, this is we're just reacting to this. Kev passed a few hours ago. This is very fresh, you know, and uh, and we had live from the kill shed to do. And we figured I mean, what the hell else were we going to freaking talk about? Right. Um, and the good doctor and, of course, uh, JG were kind enough, kind enough to give us some time. Um, shouts to Mr. Charlie Robinson, who was also incredibly close to Kev Baker. You know, um, I want to and, and, and I don't know if I can even hold to this, you know, but maybe once a month I can do it and then. Everybody else can can fill in at some point. I don't know. I mean, I'm just speaking out loud, but maybe maybe we keep Freaky Friday going, you know? Whatever it takes, brother. It'd be uh, nice to do. Whatever it takes. See, you know, funny enough, right? Just as uh, you know, I, I knew this stream was coming and God, no, it's hard, man. This is uh, you know, people dying. It sucks. And just so I, I, I'm like, I, I'm going to stream. I have to stream. I have to say something because I got, I got to get my head straight. I actually had to go out for a walk, right? And uh, don't see me out walking nowadays just to, just to try to get my head straight. And I, I, I titled my stream the Kev Baker Show. Rip, the show must go on. The show must go on. Right. That's the whole point. That's that's why we have those sayings. Long live the... The king is dead. Long live the king. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? We have to carry on. If you don't carry on the memories, then what are, what are you here for? What, what's your purpose? I got a bunch of people together uh, that want to come together and get together for Kev. So Billy, Charlie, and I are putting together a memorial for Kev. Um, I'm going to go live tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific on Aftermath FM, and I might have some more details uh, during that show. I'm going to have some people uh, set up to come on that show on Tuesday, and I'll speak more about that with you, Billy. Um, I got in touch with Ben Emelyn Jones. I got in touch with Nano Girl. I got in touch with uh, Scotty, a whole bunch of people uh, that have been there with Kev, and, uh, and I'll see what else I can get together. And uh, we're going to definitely put something together so everybody can honor uh, Kev in the way that they want to. And maybe, you know, have a place where everybody can come and uh, hang out over at Aftermath while we're doing it. And I also want to thank Aftermath.fm. And, and, you know, he did his last show here. Is that, is that correct? JG, I don't, I don't want to over... He did it here, right? 
Yeah, he well, the show that he did here, I'm not sure if he did uh, two more shows after that or the two shows before that happened. I'm not sure, but okay. uh, I think he might. There was another show with Ben Emelyn Jones. I was on with him two times. I just can't remember if it was before or after. Okay, all right. That, but no, that show is a. Uh, is in the archives here and I highly recommend it. He went in, I'm pretty sure he went into a lengthy explanation about how he was sick. He wasn't feeling well and uh, that he's back, you know, and the shows were going to be getting better. And he had whole, you know, he was getting a car, man. He was stoked about getting this new car. He's going to cruise around with a camera and do the show, checking out cathedrals and different places around. So, um, he was very excited. So, um, he, he, wasn't intending on this happening and that's why he swore me to secrecy because he said, you know he he wanted he was going to get better you know yeah so um anyway well, i didn't you know no 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 you're good man i just i just um he 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 was here with us you know um i don't know it 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 just it's i am i am happy for the guy because he doesn't have to put up with this crap anymore and he knows the deal now but I'm sad and it's selfishly it's, it, I'm, because I'll never get to talk to him again, you know, mm-hmm. up until it's time to cross over, you know, to make the transition. But, um, but Kev is good right now. It's us that are left behind, right? That, that, that we feel, but that's part of the experience. You know, that's part of, it's part of life. It's, it's part of learning. So well, I can we, got, t- we, got, we got five minutes left. Swiggle water for the working man. What's going on, JG? I hear you. What's up? I can just tell you that, you know, I survived uh, stage four lymphoma. Yes, you did. And there's been more than one time when I've wondered if it was a blessing or a curse that I got to live. Well, it sure as hell is a blessing for all of us, brother. I'll tell you that. Yeah. All right. Hey, can, uh, are you frozen? Okay, there you go. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm just listening to everyone. Um, Again, it's, uh, it's hard to compute. Compute that sounds so. I know, absolutely, brother. I, I understand one hundred percent. Listen, we're gonna be getting out of here in about five minutes. Long live Kev Baker. Hey, everybody, if if you got something to drink, now's the time to do it. Break them out, smoke them if you got them. You know, I, I got the swig of water for the for the working man on my end. But if you have the, that that liquor, put it down too. Here's a toast: Long live Kev Baker, ladies and gents. And uh, we will not forget you. He will never be forgotten. God bless you, buddy. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for all that you've left behind for us to enjoy. You know, and I know you took your stuff seriously, man. I know, I know you did. I remember. I and I'll never forget it. All right. So um, that's it. Hey, Mr. Brissom, you got anything to say? You there, Mr. Brissom? I can't hear you, buddy. All right. JG, you, you got guys something to say? That, no, uh, I can hear you. What's up, buddy? Come sorry. on. I just want to say God bless everyone listening. God bless everyone here. God bless Kep Baker's family. And I lost my uncle this year and... I understand how to lose someone. I've lost many people in my life who are sick or chronically ill. It's very tough. So heart goes out to everyone. I love you guys very much. That's, that's very true. I love everybody here on this phone call, man. You know, and everybody listening to JG. Last words before we get out. Well, I want to say that, uh, you know, just like John said, uh, we lost someone that we love and someone that we know. But there's many people that are 
have been lost that we don't know. And uh, those, uh, everything that we're going through, I know Kev Baker would want us, we're, what we're going through right now is what a lot of people are going through because they've lost loved ones. And so, um, you know, I, I know that, uh, you know, Kev Baker is going to be with us in spirit, man. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, we're going to memorialize Kev on a show. We're putting it together. Charlie, Billy, myself, Doc, we're going to put all the audiences together and bring it, bring it all together and see what we can do for Ann and his son. So um, look for that. I'll be live tomorrow morning. Might have some more details already by then. Um, so thank you, Billy, for having me, man. I appreciate it. I'm a little bit tired and, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's been a long couple of weeks, man. Yeah, man. I feel you, brother. It's, it's been that way for a lot of people. God bless you, JG. What's up, Doc? Uh, I did the Scottish way. Slanjivaya, we Raj. I'll see you soon. And uh, toast to your brother. Love you. And young Kev. Um, young Kev, no drinking too much. Uh, but yeah, Slanjivaya. All right, we're going to fade out with some Freaky Friday music. And uh, this won't be the last time you hear this, man. Uh, let's see what we can get together. All right. Listen, guys, we'll see you next week. Lord willing. All right. Maybe with a little bit of woo. Rest in peace. Rest easy to the king, Kev Baker. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got Geico, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. Geico will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. Geico. Great service. Without all the drama. Hey, Randy. What you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bomba socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com comfy and get 20% off your first purchase.